You're listening to Hive Hoops, a Charlotte Hornets podcast. Here's your host, Joshua Balta. A bomb was dropped on Friday afternoon. The NBA has officially concluded their investigation into Miles Bridges, ending a nearly year-long process. Well, not for the NBA, but for the Charlotte Hornets and Miles Bridges himself. Bridges pled no contest on November 3rd. And so NBA took about five months because the NBA could not. Oh, we're jumping right in today, right? I mean, hi, Hoops. I'm your host, Joshua Balta, yada, 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 all that, right? Jumping right in. NBA took roughly five months because they had to wait to see what the legal process was, what the ruling was, if Miles Bridges was going to be found guilty, all of the things, right? Pled no contest November the 3rd. And so the NBA, we're looking right at five months it took them in order to do this process. The NBA suspended Miles Bridges for 30 games and are going to retroactively state that he has served 20 already. So first, we're going to get into the NBA's decision. We're going to look at, uh, you know, my personal thoughts on a Miles Bridges uh, return to Charlotte, possibly. Uh, We're going to look into what it means for the team, possibly. We're going to look at what a possible contract looks like all in this episode. And then there's more stuff that we'll wait for another time. I'll get a guest on and we'll talk about some things there. Before today, 30-game suspension, already serving 20. I don't understand. I don't understand how a player who was not signed to an NBA roster has already served 20 games. I don't know what loophole, you know, maybe that's in the CBA that allowed the NBA to go this route. I It just all seems so arbitrary that these numbers, they don't make sense. And so I get, I get from the standpoint from many, you know, took to Twitter from Hornets lead account, all of the things I get from the standpoint that, well, really he's going to miss 92 games. Okay, I get that, but that was his own doing. Last season, I mean, he was in court. He was going through all of the legal process, all of those uh, processes. The NBA, he wasn't a part of an NBA team. And so to go back and say he already served 20 games, that doesn't make any sense. He wasn't a part of an NBA roster. I don't get it. I don't get how the NBA, you know, a lot of people, Adam Silver's league looks different from Stern's. Stern's rolling over in his grave, right? I don't understand how you can just take 20 games and say, oh, yeah, he basically served those when he wasn't on an NBA roster. The numbers don't make sense. This looks like the NBA 
stating, well, we gave him a 30-game suspension, but you know he missed all 82, so we're going to take 20 away. We still need to suspend him. He can't come out on opening day uh, in the 2023-2024 season. We're just going to hit the ground. We, we can't do that. So let's 10 games. He'll essentially miss 92, and he can get back to playing basketball. I I just I don't understand where these numbers were pulled from. I don't understand taking away 20 games. That makes no sense to me. I just uh. – and look, I know the reactions are all over the board. There's some people that can't wait for Miles Bridges to come back and play basketball. There are others who never want to see him step foot on an NBA court ever again. And then there's others who are conflicted. They're in the middle. Uh, they they understand what he did, and they want him to be punished, but they also want to see reconciliation. And so you have a wide spectrum of takes when it comes to Miles Bridges. But I just I I don't see how you can take away twenty games and say you already served it when he wasn't on a roster. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Mitch Kupchak made comments last week at you know his end of the season media availability, stating that this Miles Bridges situation could drag on until July the first. We get some closure, so. Heading into the offseason, the Hornets can properly plan. So as far from a basketball standpoint, this offseason should not be hijacked by whatever the outcome of Miles Bridges will be. We know what that is now. Miles Bridges will be available to play in November of 2023 for whichever team signs him. And so... The Charlotte Hornets still own his rights as a restricted free agent, so that no matter what another team offers, the Charlotte Hornets get final say and can say, we match that, or we decline. Or a third one, we'll match the offer, but we really, but we need to do a sign and trade. And so maybe the Hornets could recoup something in the process. We'll see what happens. This should give some clarity for this Charlotte Hornets offseason because last offseason, it was it was like this past season. It was hellish in all forms. There's inactivity. There was paralysis. There was just limited mobility. And it was all tied up in Miles Bridges. And so going back to Cupcheck's comments, there's been a lot of people reach out to me. Do you think that the Hornets are going to re-sign Miles Bridges? And just going off of Mitch Cupcheck's remarks, we're not going to go big game hunting in the free agent market. We're going to use that to retain our own players. I don't really know how you take that any other way. He mentioned Miles Bridges multiple times, that he's a restricted free agent, P.J. Washington as well. With Kelly Oubre, he says we don't have as much uh, control there because he's unrestricted, meaning the heart, that the Charlotte Hornets do not get to match whatever offer another team uh, might give him. 
And so that tells me that Mitch Kupchak is focused on bringing Miles Bridges back. It's either that or he's stating publicly to everybody else that there's interest in order to possibly garner some traction on the sign-and-trade market. Those are the only two options because from what Mitch Kupchak stated last week, the Charlotte Hornets are in on their own rostered players and maintaining control of the ones that they have final say on, P.J. Washington, Miles Bridges. And so that's the direction. The Charlotte Hornets are going to do something with Miles Bridges. He's either going to be back in Charlotte next season or the Charlotte Hornets are going to gain assets in return. Now, to what degree? I'm not sure because his trade market, his contract value, all of that is in the gutter based off of his actions, off of what he has done. And so would it be, you know, ROI, would you get a return on your investment? No, you're you're going to get cents on the dollar in a possible sign and trade, but if the Hornets want to just remove themselves from that, I, could, I, I couldn't blame them. You get back what you can get and you move on. I could see that happening. But more than likely, I believe that he'll be back in Charlotte. As my own personal opinion, and this is going to anger some people, I don't want Miles Bridges back in Charlotte. I just don't. And I know that I probably pissed a lot of people off just now. I don't care. I don't care what he can do on the basketball floor. Yes, I've been a fan of this team since my childhood. I have not seen many successes from this franchise. It's more pain than it is joy. I get it. And so from a basketball standpoint, yes, I am tired. Yes, I want to see the team that I love, that I create create content for, that I cover, that I discuss with my friends, that I watch games with, that me and my kids go to games to, all of the things. I want to see this team succeed. I want to see this team succeed without Miles Bridges. Because those kids that I just mentioned, I have two daughters. And I know for some of you, this doesn't matter. We get into the feels, we get into the emotions. Some people say, keep that out of it. And I get that to a degree. This is entertainment. This is basketball. This is, you know, sports. And when you really start, you know, digging deep into morality and things, we all have our flaws. I get it. That's the thing that everybody always goes back to, right? But as a father of two girls who go to games with me, who watch games with me from the house, that know that I have a Hornets podcast, that know that I cover the team and that I create for the team and that it is a big part of my life. It's going to be difficult for me to look at them and in the same breath be cheering on a man who they know what he did. I've been very open. They've asked me multiple times, what did Miles Bridges do? My son. What did Miles Bridges do? It's going to, even for him, it's going going to be difficult for my for me to look at my ten year old son 
and cheer on a guy that abused a woman. Is that it? How's that going to look to him? Is it, is that going to look like daddy's condoning what Miles Bridges did? What does that say about him and his character? What does it say about me and what I can do and what I can't do? I don't want to send the wrong messages because, I mean, that's bigger than all of this, right? And so I know some of you don't care about that. Some of you don't have kids. Some of you do have kids and you still don't feel that way. And I'm not going to blame you for that, but I'm just talking about from my personal standpoint, I believe that it will be difficult for me to look at them and in the next breath cheer on somebody that did something horrendous, really horrendous. Like this isn't your normal, oh, he's young, he made a mistake. Um, that's not one of these things. This is a really big thing. And some people may be listening and say, well, you can't. who are you to judge someone else and judge what's big and what's not big? I'm just talking about from my personal standpoint, right? I want this team to succeed. Miles Bridges will elevate the play of this team. There's no doubt about it. I don't believe he makes as big of an impact on the floor as many would like to believe that he does. But I'd be lying if I said that this team isn't better with Miles Bridges. At the end of the day, the only thing that can provide me a little bit of solace to where maybe next season I could stomach him being on the team, he's not going to be my favorite player. And I don't believe that I would. there's going to be a sense of where my kids see me just overly cheering for what for Miles Bridges, right? But where I could take some solace would be Michelle Johnson, the mother of his children, the woman that he did abuse. She wants him back in the league. She wants him to have this rebirth of Miles Bridges. And so that is really the only – I've seen some other people state this on social media, and I agree with this. That's one of the positions where I could fall under and say, you know what? That's what she wants. The person that was abused by the abuser wants a second opportunity for Miles Bridges. She wants – she does not want this to be – the end of his story and how it ends for him. And so, although I wouldn't like it, it would feel grimy. It'd feel gross in a lot of ways. I could stomach that and I could rationale with that and, um, you know, hope the best for the team while I guess not overly celebrating Miles Bridges. Until, you know, he demonstrates that he's made some real changes. Um, Crown Club came out the other day. I saw on social media where they are going to be uh, donating portion of their membership dues to a um, domestic violence center in Charlotte. I think that's beautiful. I'd love for the team to come out. If, if Miles Bridges is a part of this team next season, I'd love for the team to come out and do something similar. Uh, to a grander scale, of course, because they have the resources to do so. 
And I'd love to see Miles Bridges do stuff like that to really demonstrate that he has made some changes that maybe this relationship was toxic and it just got too far and he, but he's got to know he can't do that and there could there could be some things to mitigate my personal feelings towards all of this and Michelle Johnson's requests and her desires help that and then seeing money put uh, to back actions and then also actions to back words, all of those would um, – that would help. That would help, obviously. Can't say that it wouldn't. And, I, you know, I'd love to see Miles Bridges restored as a person and for him to leave this behind and this not be his legacy and what he's known for long-term. This is always going to be attached to him, though, at this point, and he's got to make the changes as a human being because this is tough. And, you know, for whichever team signs him, I mean, there's going to be women working within the organization. What message are you sending to those women unless Miles Bridges is really showing progress and really putting in the work to put this behind him and to improve as a human? Uh, there's just there's so many different ways and so many different viewpoints that you can go from this where it's just like but at the end of the day it's basketball people know that we're going to watch they know that we are going to tune in and maybe changes are made maybe not and that's the part that's that's gross about all of this that's the part that's that's hard to stomach as far as the team goes, as far as the Charlotte Hornets go, Miles Bridges, next contract, next team, next organization he may be playing for. I'll be shocked, absolutely stunned, if Miles Bridges gets a long-term deal done. There's no way that I foresee a team coming out and saying, yes, we are going to tie ourselves to you for the next three, four, five years after the last year of Miles Bridges' life. There's no way. I will be absolutely shocked if he receives a long-term deal. I'm thinking he's going to get maybe a one-year one deal. Like, hey, show that you can make some improvements as a human. We can... You can get paid, you can come back, you can play basketball, but show us that you've put this behind you. Also show us that the year off from basketball, that you can still perform, that you can still play at a high level. I mean, you go a year without playing, and the things that he's been dealing with um, as far as court cases and his mind not being on basketball and you know different aspects of life, obviously – being more important in the moment. Is he going to just be able to return to the level of play he was at last season? Those are all question marks. And so I just, there's no way. I'll be absolutely shocked if a team gives him anything more than a two-year deal. It's got to be a prove-it year. And so at best for Miles, <clears throat> I probably see some team coming along and maybe doing like a one-year 
maybe like a $25 million deal for one year. That way the team, yeah, they can give him that that money, but they're not tied to him long-term. And so if he doesn't perform or he continues to show you know character flaws, they can move on from him after just one year of investment. But more than likely, I'm... Honestly, I think maybe you can get a two-year deal, but you're looking at $15 million a year, maybe. Like, there's just – he's not going to touch that max contract. And if he does, then maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but there's no way an NBA team with the issues and the concerns that you would have with Miles Bridges coming off of this past year – there's no way a team is going to get close to touching those max numbers, those max years, or the max money. There's no way. The only thing I can see is a one-year, maybe $25 million, You take a flyer on him, but more than likely you're looking at a two-year. Like I don't think he's going to get P.J. Washington money on a long-term deal. I just don't because of the character issues. If something else comes out, you don't want to be tied – to this guy who may get into further trouble, who maybe doesn't take the proper steps to improve as a human. You don't want that. And so I know there's a lot of people, well, you got to make LaMelo Ball happy. LaMelo needs to realize that you can't have people not on the floor, right? We've already experienced that in a completely different realm, right? Gordon Hayward's injuries top player, top money, not being available enough. We've even experienced that with LaMelo a little bit, with his injuries, not being on the floor enough. You can't tie yourself to somebody long-term until they prove that they can be trusted long-term. So that's that's where I land on the money. I just... I don't foresee Miles Bridges receiving a long-term deal. And I don't – there's just no way. There's just no way. We'll be talking more about Miles Bridges. Once again, more content coming from Hive Hoops, coming from Hornets Lead, all throughout the offseason. Be sure to tune in. Be sure to follow, subscribe, rate, review, all of it. You guys know what to do. I don't have to tell you this all the time, but I do anyways. Just a, just a friendly reminder, right? You may not have agreed with everything that we talked about uh, on today's episode. That's fine. I get it. But we'll be back, and we'll keep coming back. More content all off season. Until next time, adios. Thanks for listening to Hive Hoops, presented by The Lead. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, be sure to leave a review and let us know what you thought of the episode. Thanks again from Hive Hoops.